0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Today we're breaking down the tell all part two. And the host, Sukanya Krishnan, mentions how the pandemic began. And then six months in, Cody created his own rules that were more stringent than the CDC guidelines. Christina interjects and says, Oh, you mean the nanny's rules? I love that she throws that in there to highlight Cody and Robin's hypocrisy and manipulations, especially knowing the nanny was the point of exposure for the family just when they were finally able to get together as one. It's ironic that the most paranoid branch and the ones who created their own more severe rules for the family to follow were not willing to gather with family, but they allowed the nanny who under Cody's C-19 regimen actually got C-19. Christine and Janelle were treated in very demeaning ways. They were disparaged, accused of being disloyal, lax, disrespectful, even irresponsible because they did travel because they only adhered to the CDC guidelines and not King Cody. But they would quarantine. They would follow CDC rules. No one got sick other than Gabe and Garrison. And that was after the gathering at Robbins with the exposed nanny. We see the flashback of Christine and the wives gathered with Cody where he gives the wives a list of his guidelines that the nanny follows so that she is able to be in Robin's home with the kids while none of the other kids or wives We're allowed to interact or go inside of Robin's home to play with the kids, to be around their dad. Christine wonders what the nanny is there for. Cody and Robin are there 24-7, and Robin also has three adult kids. So Janelle reads some of Cody's list off, and she says that there are 10,000 commandments of Cody. And I just want to again point out that the nanny may have followed Cody's commandments in front of Robin and Cody in the home, but when she went home to her husband and her family, how was Cody so sure that she was following his rules? After all, she is the one who exposed everyone to C-19, getting it right before the gathering for Ariella's birthday. But Cody did not trust his wives or other kids who followed CDC guidelines. And again, no one got sick other than Gabe and Garrison who only got C-19 after the birthday at Robin's house. But somehow the nanny was trusted and his other wives and kids were not trusted. Christine says that Isabel was mad because the nanny was allowed over to Robin's and she was allowed to interact with her siblings while Isabel was forbidden from any interaction or visits to her dad or to her siblings at Robin's house. And Isabel is the same daughter who just had the back surgery. Cody could not attend. Isabel wanted to see her sisters and she was very upset, understandably. So Christine asked Cody what they could do. So since the nanny was allowed, what they could do so that they would be allowed as well. And Christine felt very untrusted. She knew she traveled, but she always followed the quarantines and the guidelines. And Robin is asked why this list of Cody's required mandates wasn't out sooner. Why was it only out six months into the pandemic? Robin says that she wondered the same thing. And we know that Robin came up with this list. Cody and his doctor may have contributed, but Robin seems like the type of person riddled with paranoia, riddled with anxiety, and I doubt it was all 100% Cody. Robin says there was lost time. She had to beg him over and over to write out the rules, write out the rules. And the host says, but you are with him there. Why couldn't this have been handled better? Robin says Cody was a grump. She kept hounding him to give his wives, other wives the rules, and he'd just tell her the other wives would not comply. He would tell her Janelle and Christine won't do it. Robin then says you've seen how his kids have been Janelle's kids he was getting kicked back everywhere he went for the basic stuff Robin is standing by her man and blaming everyone else she blames Christina Janelle for being unwilling she blames Cody's other kids particularly calling out Janelle's kids as if they are at fault she blames the other homes he went to where he got resistance. She is following Cody's lead. How dare she blame another wife's kids and complain he got resistance in the other homes. She's using deflection to take the blame off of Cody and put it square on Christine and Janelle and the kids and making Cody out to be a victim because he got resistance when he wanted to dictate his own C-19 mandates that were more strict than the CDC guidelines. I want to see Cody's science degrees. This is his guidelines that are more strict than the CDC who study virology, epidemics, pandemics, how to deal with them for a living with the top minded science people who do this for America. This and who some the other world takes the lead from from the CDC at times. And this is from a man who said hormones go in your mouth when you kiss and he could not properly handle the instructions of a simple covid spit test. Since Cody is so intelligent and he understands advanced biology, chemistry, virology, could he not cure cancer? Get this man some grants, get him a lab, stat. He clearly has the mind of Stephen Hawking and Albert Einstein in one. How do we not see his genius? Christine asks why nobody thought about asking the nanny about what she is doing that makes it safe for her to go inside of Robin's home. They never thought about it. And she says, who wants to ask about getting together when the relationship with Cody was so terrible that she really didn't want to get back together, but she did what it takes to get everyone together for her kids because her kids wanted it. Wow. What a great mom to know you dread doing something and you do it because you know your kids want it and so you put them first. Kind of like when Isabel had the surgery and Cody could not put her life-threatening surgery over his own desire to stay at Robin or his fear of C-19. Cody doesn't have the ability to put his children's needs over his own. Christine realized they only saw Cody a few hours a week, so she thought they could travel and spend lots of time together, surrounded by love with her older married kids, then sporadically seeing Cody, who really wasn't even present at the times he was there. Cody explains that he had two households that would not keep the rules, his rules, and Cody tries to make his other wives and kids look irresponsible regarding the pandemic. So I want to again point out, and I'm going to point this out many times, that everyone followed CDC guidelines. Cody compares them to Robin, and he says even the adult children at Robin's house maintained Cody's rules, and everyone there complied, and and the nanny even complied. If the nanny complied and his rules were so safe and superior to the CDC, why was she the point of exposure for the family? and not the other irresponsible wives and kids who followed CDC guidelines and didn't get sick. The host asked Cody if he understands that the wives felt separated from him, and he said it was by their own actions. He's shifting blame and making himself the victim, as Robin just did as well. The host says they wanted to be with their adult children, and Cody says that when your kids become adults, they grow up and they leave, that a mother protects and cares for her children 18 or younger as a duty that is ahead of the duty to her husband, but once they are adults, the husband should come ahead of the kids. The host says that 18 is not a full-blown adult in reality, and Cody says then that 18-year-olds can keep the rules. The host asks Janelle if she felt she had to choose between her kids and Cody, and she says, yes, she did feel like Cody was making her choose between him and her kids, but she will always choose her kids, Janelle says she thinks he thought she should move them out. The host says, Cody says that they're 18, they should move out and function as adults on their own. And Janelle counters, why would I want my kids to move out into the world of C-19 exposure? She felt she could keep them safer at home. In my opinion, regardless of age, even if you're 30 years old, if you're a mother and the life you created, that soul, that person, that human being that you guided needs you, you should be there and the kids should always come before the husband regardless of age, and I admire her loyalty to her kids. In my opinion, this is the right thing to do, no question. The host asked Cody about where the relationship with Gabe and Garrison is today. He says, not good, not talking. Once in a while, they touched base, but it's one of those relationships where they're going to have to do a lot of work. And I saw the way that Gabe was begging his father for some time for a relationship, for a speck of reassurance, for a crumb of support. And Cody was so trapped in his ego and in deflection that he couldn't be a man and act from his conscience and heart. That was a heart-wrenching scene to watch. And I think the person who needs a lot of work here is Cody. Gabe and Garrison were more self-aware and emotionally intelligent than I have seen Cody display on all 16 seasons of the show. And they may not even be 21 yet. Cody has a long way to go. He needs a lot of work on himself. He's past 50 more or less with the self-awareness and emotional intelligence of a teenager stuck in their ego, pouting and deflecting and attempting manipulation because they don't get their way. Viewers are shown a flashback next of Cody stating he has been away from Janelle's home because Gabe and Garrison have extended exposure. Janelle says the boys think their dad is being overly cautious. Garrison says the family will fall apart. Gabe says everyone in the family is so focused on being right that this is ruining the family. Cody says that there are rules, and if everyone abides by them, he will come around. And if not, he won't. And the choice is on them of if they want to follow his mandates and see him or not. Again, putting all the blame onto his kids if they don't follow his orthodox rules, but that they are making that choice not to see him, that Cody has no hand in that. Cody says the problem is whether he's being respected in his home or not. But the words Cody touts, respect and loyalty, his definition of those words is blind obedience. Cody says after watching the clip, that's it in a nutshell, the lack of respect. He says, I make the rules and you guys abide by them. He says he understands Gabe and Garrison need social lives, but C-19 has changed everything for everybody. And they wanted everything in life to remain the same, and they need to realize, if you want to date that girlfriend, fine. If you want to go here, go there, fine. But then you need to move out of the house so that I can be home, so that Cody can be home in his house, and he doesn't have to worry about the people who don't follow his rules. Basically, he's saying, if you do not follow my rules, I cannot be at all with your other siblings or my other wives, so you need to leave home so that I can be home. Cody says Gabe and Garrison and him need therapy, and I think Cody needs therapy before he can have genuine, healthy relationships with anyone. He wants to sit with his boys and get it straight because he's so angry, and they are so angry, and that results in no communication. Janelle says the boys have trouble respecting their dad because he is dividing the family. The host asks Janelle if the boys wanted to see their dad so much, why didn't they follow his rules? And Janelle says they were, but Cody didn't trust that they were because occasionally they would just lie. Let's remember again, they did follow CDC guidelines, just not Cody's mandates. Cody says he discovered from social media and other sources that they were lying. Cody says that there was a lot of exaggerating going on, that Gabe and Garrison were saying that their dad hadn't been there for nine months. Cody says that's untrue. He was there the entire time. The host asks Janelle about the relationship status between the boys and Cody and Janelle says it's strained. They've moved out and Janelle and Cody have discussed what they will do because it's not only Gabe and Garrison. Several of his children are at odds with him because of the way he mandated his C-19 rules. When Cody is asked about how he wants his relationships to be with all of his kids going forward, he says he bought so much acreage on Coyote Pass because he hopes the children will come back. He wants his kids around him. He loves them. But the sad thing is the lack of respect they have for him. Again, Cody is trying to posture himself as the victim, putting the blame for the poor poor relationships with several kids on the lack of respect they have for him. The kids want his company, but he struggles with the lack of respect they have for his leadership. It seems to me Cody wants everyone to bow down and blindly obey and love him as the powerful end-all be-all leader of the family. And because they don't see him as a faultless, perfect leader, they will praise unquestioningly his ego cannot accept them and they cannot accept the criticism. His ego cannot take criticism that is seen as disrespect to him. So he cleaves away anyone who won't blindly follow And if his kids see through his bullshit, so do some of his wives. And the kids are aware enough to know what Cody is doing. And that respect means blind obedience and empty praise and zero criticism. And so that type of respect, like the respect the North Koreans give their supreme leader cannot be given. They cannot do that. Cody doesn't see his own faults, and when confronted, he can't believe the audacity because that goes against the way he perceives himself as the perfect patriarch of the family, even though that isn't the reality. Sukanya Krishnan, the host, asked Cody about Thanksgiving, saying it was a tough moment for the family. She says watching the scene where they discussed Thanksgiving plans, she felt for him because he seemed surprised. I prefer Tamron Hall as the host. This host has cut off some of the wives as they are speaking, and Cody as well. And I think the best interview approach is to let people say as much as they will by remaining silent so they give more. But here she was really smart about empathizing with Cody. If an ego-driven person or a narcissist feels that they have your sympathies, they will open up more and say more. So I thought that was really good. Cody says he was not surprised by Thanksgiving because they chose that all along by not following him. He went to that meeting feeling defensive. We are shown a flashback of the scene where everyone discusses Thanksgiving plans. Cody says he wanted to try and bring everyone together as requested, and the wives resisted it and are doing their own plans. There is a part where Cody says that he hopes everyone enjoys their Thanksgiving, and he is smiling like a psycho, and it's the same tone he took in the scene From the family commitment ceremony when he is shouting at everyone to look down the lens as they take the family photo this is the real cody mask off if you pay attention from season one we increasingly see glimpses of the mask slip more and more and more the host asks cody how it felt when janelle and christine chose utah and their older kids over him and the larger family for thanksgiving cody says i don't know he admits he had that eating grin he says he doesn't know what he felt He was angry, but he will never admit that, so he's saying, I don't know. The host asked Christine if she was surprised at Cody being snarky at the end of that meeting, and Christine says she thinks Cody was heartbroken and sad that it was not coming together the way he wanted, because at that point, he had given them the list of his rules, so he must have been frustrated, because they asked for the rules, and he gave them, and they still decided to go be with their older kids. The host asks Mary her feelings on Thanksgiving. She was frustrated and she imagines Cody was frustrated as well. Everyone's been asking for a way to get together and Cody created a blueprint of his mandates and people in the family decided it was too difficult, so they were not doing it. To Mary, it doesn't make sense. The host asks Janelle about Thanksgiving, saying you wanted the rules and Cody gave them to you and you all requested them. You said you wanted to be together and then you decided not to get together as one. Janelle explains the rules were given to them 10 days to two weeks before, and her boys could not comply with those mandates in that time frame. Cody says Janelle says she is wearing a mask and being careful, but that the boys aren't. The host says, you saw Janelle walk away angry and you let her walk away. Cody asks, what was I going to do? The host suggests that as a husband, that he should run after her or look at her as his wife and say, I need you. Cody gets attitude and says, no. No. This is seven months into the pandemic. The host asks Cody if it was his ego stopping him. She asks, what was stopping you from going to Janelle, from talking to her, from comforting her? He says there is no loyalty. He's already gone through this whole thing and has not been supported. And by supported, we all know Cody means obeyed. Cody asks, how long can you be betrayed in a situation where there is a refusal to commit or understand or to partner? He's putting all the blame on his wives. Let's remember, Cody wasn't willing to accept compromise. It was blindly obey X, Y, and Z, or I will not be available at all. He wasn't willing to communicate and give here or there, give at all. There was no give available. It was his way, very rigid. It was his way or nothing. And if there is a refusal to obey 100%, then to him, the wives are being disloyal and the blame is all on them, not on him. The host asked Cody directly, are you saying your wives aren't loyal to you? And his answer is, you judge. Cody says there is so much water under the bridge that he is not reaching out to them. He says he is relieved and giving them that shitty eating grin out of sarcasm and hurt and anger. So he's trying to portray himself as the victim. He wonders what it would be like to have a Thanksgiving without them. He's suggesting here he would be relieved. He's trying to save face because his wives did not do as he wished. So he wants to make it seem as though this was ideal for him or better for him. Next, the host sits down with Christine. She says Janelle chose her family, you chose your family for Thanksgiving, but Robin is upset that they did not choose a larger family. Christine says she knows, but she can't always make everybody happy. She says she has older kids and Cody and her struggle within their relationship and it's really not fun. If she had older kids and the relationship between Cody and her was good and it was a full functioning marriage that went well, then she would have made it work. She looks back and she thinks about it, and she thinks about if it was a callous decision for the larger family, and she thought about it a lot and wondered if it was something that jeopardized the larger family. She considered it, and she weighed it, and she considered her kids at home, wanting them to feel secure, also knowing that she had other kids outside of her home that were older that wanted to see her, and she has a clear conscience regarding her choice to go to Utah for Thanksgiving. Good for Christine. Christine. The host asks Cody to validate what Christina said regarding Thanksgiving. Cody says he can validate it, but in during the pandemic, everyone has to make sacrifices. He feels that they have been the biggest jackwagons about what's been going on. Cody says Janelle was passive with the boys. Christine was not passive. She was moving out, meaning having autonomy. She decided she was going and what she was going to do, relationship be damned. Here he is trying to put the blame on Christine for their failed marriage when he is the one who systematically pushed her out when she refused to blindly obey. Let's remember, Cody doesn't seem to give his wives any say or any weight in compromise. He expects his way, and if it isn't obeyed, he uses tactics like emotional manipulation, withholding sex, etc., to isolate the wives. Cody felt bitterness, and he knows of other polygamous families that are able to push through. C-19 has made Cody wonder if this is it, meaning the straw that broke the camel's back regarding the larger family and their dynamic. The host Sukanya tells Christine it feels as though she has been under a lot of pressure. She says she has been trying nonstop. She wanted everything to work. The host mentions that Christine and Janelle's strong relationship has worked. That is something in the family that has worked. And there is camaraderie. They get each other. And I love that they would get together during the pandemic. And many times I have seen Janelle's kids speak very highly of Christine. Gabe even defended Christine to Cody when he tried to put blame on her for getting a massage. We know Christine raised all the kids for many years and they all feel a maternal connection with Christine and Christine loves Janelle's kids and Janelle and Christine really seem to understand and support each other. It's really heartwarming to see these unbreakable bonds and to see that loyalty. They flash back to Janelle saying her kids adore Christine because she was the primary caregiver for her kids four years as she worked. So they are attached to Christine and they always will be. Janelle t- tells Christine her kids are in orbit around Christine as much as they are in orbit around her. Christine says in the flashback that she has had to choose between Janelle and Cody and she sometimes chose Janelle. And we see Gabe, Janelle's son, telling his dad that Christine is their primary caregiver and from their youngest ages, Christine has been the one to provide for seven kids at a time, all the time. Cody says that some of the family has come together in a little click that has excluded some of the other family members. He says the clickiness, the bullying, the exclusion, that Gabe sees it one way and Cody sees it negatively. Cody doesn't like Janelle and Christine getting together separate and following the CDC guidelines rather than his own. He sees it negatively because he knows among them, he isn't the beloved faultless leaders. And he knows Janelle and Christine know the deal and they can support each other and lend strength to each other. And he knows if they create a family culture among themselves with the kids, he will have less control. Ultimately, he should be happy. They maintain such a strong bond and commend them. He is upset that Janelle's kids would take up for Christine rather than support him. And he sees Christine and Janelle loving and admiring each other. And he is most likely jealous he isn't receiving that. But the more he manipulates and controls, the more resentment he will get. This is what happens when you are led by ego. All you can see is yourself, your wants and your needs. But you lose the ability to look inward or grasp reality. Christine is asked about Cody's comments regarding the clickiness and the bullying. The host asks what Cody is seeing. Christine is shaking her head and she says, maybe Cody doesn't see how close she is to Janelle's kids, but he's got to see it. The host says, Cody considers Janelle and Christina click. She asks Christine if they are a click. Christine says she isn't trying to be a click. She says Janelle is super easy, lovely to get along with and they get each other very well after all of these years. When Janelle is asked about what Cody said, she said his negativity is making her crazy. The host said Christine said that people are choosing sides, and she asked Janelle if she feels as though she is choosing sides. She said she didn't feel as though she was choosing sides. She was going where it felt like she was wanted, that where they would feel okay, where they would feel safe. They weren't excluding anybody intentionally. They could have come over, but because they weren't compliant to Cody's mandates, they didn't. Both Christine and Janelle have expressed not feeling as though they were wanted. Cody has created an unwelcome environment, so it's not a huge click or bullying to go where you feel loved and you feel wanted. Cody has intentionally created an an inhospitable environment for all the wives and for the family. If you make people feel unwanted or as though they are a problem, why would you want to be there to feel unloved? The host asks Janelle how Christine entering the family as a third wife changed the family structure. Janelle says that Christine married Cody only one year after she married Cody. She says it was a blessing because she was able to buffer. There was no longer this me, you thing, meaning the struggles and competition she felt with Mary when she married Cody as a second wife. In the beginning, Janelle thought Christine thought she was a princess and they hated each other. And the host asked Christine if Cody might be jealous that Janelle and Christine are choosing each other over him. Christine cracks up laughing. Go, Christine. I am so happy for her. I think she's an amazing mom and a strong woman who has evolved to the point where she will take no less than what she deserves. She says if Cody is jealous and then she laughs some more and she says it's plural marriage. She has been jealous for years. Jealousy is a real thing they have to deal with constantly. So it would be ironic if Cody was jealous of their relationship. In my opinion, Cody sees their relationship as a support system where the wives can give each other strength to support each other in disobeying him. It's a threat and a loss of control for him. Christine says she gets Chanel more than she gets Cody. He could be jealous. It's a possibility. Cody is confusing. He's hard to get along with. His C-19 mandates were so rigid. Those mandates were so inflexible, so rigid. She said she felt she didn't know who Cody was anymore. He was very aggressive. Sukanya, the host, asks Christine about Janelle's relationship with Cody, asking if there are parallels between Christine's relationship with Cody and Janelle's relationship with Cody. Christine says, I hope not. And the host asks if maybe there is unhappiness with the kids growing up and things changing. And she wonders, is the dynamic of Janelle's relationship with Cody changing? The host asks Christine if Janelle is happy with Cody. And Christine says she went on a vacation with Janelle and she asked Janelle what their relationship was like and if she would stay with Cody. And Janelle said she always thought Cody was a great dad and she knows he is still a great dad, but they have things to work out. She isn't planning on leaving. She is going to stay. The host asked Cody, what is it about Janelle that keeps him in sync with her? Cody says they aren't in sync. They don't partner well, but they're able to have a marriage that is lower in attachment. He says they are good friends. They get along fine. It's more of a committed relationship. The host asks Cody, are you in love with Janelle? He replies, I love Janelle. She repeats, are you in love with Janelle? Cody says Janelle wouldn't tell you she was in that place with me either if she was being honest. So Cody loves Janelle to an extent, but rather than respond that he isn't in love with her, he deflects, and rather than answering that no, he isn't in love with her, he responds that if Janelle was being honest, she'd say she was not in love with him. I have a feeling Janelle will be the next wife Cody systematically tries to push out. Mary won't ever go, Christina's divorced him, and now he will set his sights on alienating Janelle in the hopes she will go. Janelle tells the host that they have a long-term relationship of over 30 years, and Cody is her best friend. The host says he is, Cody is your husband and the emotional intimacy and physical intimacy have to go hand in hand. Janelle says they are fine. The host asks Christine if Cody fills Janelle's tank, meaning like her love tank. And Christine says Janelle doesn't need Cody to fill her tank. She says what Janelle needs from Cody is very different than what she needed from Cody in her marriage with him. Janelle is a strong woman who fills her own tank. Next, Zucania sits with Christine and mentions how Christine touched on the head wife and the basement wife conversation she had with Robin earlier in the season. We flash back to that scene and Christine reflects that living in one house was hard. She never felt like queen wife or queen mom. Everybody's needs came before hers and everybody else's kids came before her kids. She says that in the plural community, there is a basement wife mentality. If there's a situation where one wife is the queen bee or the favored wife, the other wife goes to the basement. She doesn't matter as much. I find this interesting because the professor who spent his career studying polygamy that arranged the panel at UNLV in an earlier episode of season six said that the factors that contributed to the success of a polygamous family were a husband not showing favoritism, being well-off financially, the wives being amicable, and also the main hinge of success was the type of man the husband is. This correlates to the breakdown in the fabric of the larger family we see in season 16. Christina's seen the basement wife dynamic a lot, and she feels she put herself in the basement and became the basement wife. She felt as though she stopped having a choice, and she didn't matter as much. I really feel for Christine. She's vibrant and compassionate, and she acted as a mother and a caregiver for all of Janelle's kids, for her kids, while Janelle worked full-time, and she did such a wonderful job. And rather than feeling supported and loved and admired, she would go to sleep at night feeling as though she mattered less than the others. I'd say she mattered the most. Raising all the kids, not just her own, day in and day out, being a mother is the hardest, most honorable job any woman can have. And we see how mature and responsible and emotionally intelligent the brown kids are. And that is largely due to the nurturing of Christine. She had the most important job of all and she did it so well. I admire her. She deserves the most admiration. She did the most important job in the family, and she did it incredibly well. I'd argue she matters most, and it breaks my heart that she felt she didn't matter. The host asks Christine why she didn't assert herself about not wanting to be the basement wife. Initially, Christine was unaware of what a basement wife meant or the dynamic of that. She chose to allow it to happen and to be weaker. She says she woke up every day with a choice to make, and she would have loved to be strong and assert herself. But that would have caused increasing contention, or she could accept everything as it was and make things easier and more peaceful. In the end, she lost herself. The price she paid to keep things easy and peaceful is losing herself. She put everybody first and what Cody needed first. She tried to be the peacemaker and see what the other wives and kids needed, and it left her running on empty. She asked Cody for help, saying she couldn't do it anymore, and Cody told her she was changing all of the agreements. She said she was overwhelmed. She made it clear to Cody and Cody said he could not help. I can't imagine giving all of yourself, knowing you need help, asking, being refused, and also getting no appreciation in return when you are doing the biggest job of raising the kids to one day become functioning adults. The host asked what the agreements were and Cody always asserted that no matter what, the whole family always must come first. She was the caregiver and the organizer of the family and Christine was supposed to hold up her end of the deal with no help, even if she felt it was needed. She was the constant and the constant mother of the family. The host asks Janelle about the hierarchy. Janelle says there isn't a hierarchy in their family at all. So Kanye asks Janelle if there is no hierarchy, how could Christine have felt so alone? How could there be no hierarchy if Christine felt put in the basement? Janelle says she feels Christine is looking back and coloring that old experience in light of the present, meaning in light of her divorce and her relationship status with Cody, she's looking back and painting things negatively that weren't really that way. The host asks Janelle if she can validate what Christine experienced. Janelle says she isn't saying Christine didn't feel that way, but Christine never said anything directly. She might complain to Cody privately, but she never expressed it otherwise. Robin says she was surprised about Christine referring to herself as the basement wife. She felt like Janelle and Mary may have felt like they would deal with the dysfunction of the things that didn't work, and Christine couldn't do it any longer. She thinks Christine's reflections unraveled the happy memory that Cody held of the past. Cody then lost sight of the big picture of operating as one united family rather than the separate units they operate in now. Cody says he is carrying this load. He's done it all these years, again, painting himself as the victim. He says, when you come into my family, this is a requirement that I have, that we are going to be one family. It was like living in a fresh hell with Mary and Janelle, and Christine came into the family, and, he, and she lightened that burden for 10 years, and it was a beautiful experience. But then Christine decided she no longer liked that role, she shrugged it off, and when Robin entered the family, she took on the role, and that Christine had shrugged off. Robin says it has been many years of her and her kids asking to be accepted into the larger family. In my opinion, she is trying to play the victim as usual, when she is actually a master manipulator. Robin says she struggled to feel fully accepted with both Janelle and Christine, and there is a struggle with some of their kids as well. She says it's been really tough and hard and painful Janelle and Christine and their kids are not at fault for any of Robin's pain and it is unfair for her not to take responsibility for her own actions and emotions consistently with both Cody and Robin. They deflect paint themselves as victims and place blame on the children and the wives and then they wonder why no one wants to accept Cody as the leader and why they aren't being accepted. Nothing is ever their fault. There is no accountability, only deflection. A flashback is shown of Robin telling Mary that one kid in the family called Robin and asked her to relax the C-19 rules. And Robin says someone will always be blamed and she's an easy target. Poor Robin, the victim. Robin says she is tired of this dynamic of being blamed. From day one, she begged and begged and begged to be a part of the family and she really tired of being questioned. And a scene is shown of Robin telling her kids that the other wives won't come for Thanksgiving. One of her older daughters is crying, saying it would be nice to see them. Robin doesn't want her kids to feel sad and rejected, but she doesn't know how they couldn't feel that way when she herself feels sad and rejected by the rest of the family. Robin says Ariella doesn't even remember the names of her siblings because of not seeing them for so long and her older kids don't know how to process that the family isn't choosing to be together. The host asks Robin if she feels like an easy target. Of course, Robin says yes. She wants to seem like a real victim of the bullying and the cliques in the family, which isn't the real case in reality. Cody purposely creates an unwelcome and inhospitable environment and then blames the wives for not all coming together or for coming together separately without him in environments where everyone feels wanted and loved and welcome. Robin says she is the easy target solely because she gets along with Cody. Cody says Robin came into the family cap in hand, telling her kids they will accept the family and that they will treat the other women as mothers and the other kids as siblings. And for some reason, the rules of the family weren't adhered to, and the rest of the women and the kids in the family did not do the same and accept Robin and her family, and they didn't feel required to accept Robin and her kids. Robin was forced to accept them, but they didn't feel obliged to accept her. Sukanya asks if it hurts Robin when the other kids call her and blame her, and Robin says yes. She hates it, and it makes her angry. It's insulting. It's insulting. And she thinks anytime a wife in a plural family is controlling enough to affect other relationships, she's a bad person. She's tired of it. It's been happening for years. Robin is now suggesting the other wives are influencing their kids as if the kids can't clearly compute the favoritism and manipulation, and the other wives are the bad ones blaming her and calling her bad when it's them. Master narcissist deflecting on everyone and playing a victim. Robin says she would help any of the other kids talk to their dad and make it safe for them. The host asks Robin if it is safe for her. She does her usual fake cries, wiping away non-existent snot, scrunching her face. And she says, I've never cried so much in an interview and it's terrible acting. She says there have been a lot of unsafe spaces and she wants people to see her as who she is and see that she loves the family and is committed to the family. She'd do anything for them. She loves them and she wants a relationship with the family. So my question here is, when Cody was exclusively shacked up at Robin's for eight months or more and Isabel had her surgery, why didn't Robin tell him to be there? Instead, after Cody had to go to Janelle's mom's funeral, Robin complained that Ariella can't be without her dad for more than two days. What about when Isabel needed her dad there for life-threatening surgery and he refused to leave Robin's? If Robin wants the family, why is she not allowing Cody and encouraging Cody to be there for his kids and encouraging it even if her kids have to spend some time away from him when it comes time for important things like major surgery? As I recall, Cody accompanied Dayton to his eye surgery, but Isabel, for life-threatening surgery, didn't get the same treatment. If Robin cares about the whole family and all of the kids so much, why did she not insist Isabel get the same as her son got? When it's involving something like major surgery, she should insist Cody go, and Cody should really insist to be there, not ask Uh, Isabel if she will be a bitter old housewife if he doesn't go. So Kanye sits with Christine and she mentions how some of the other wives have not been accepting of Robin and her kids. Christine says there are a lot of frustrations and hurt feelings and blending families is very difficult. Everyone came out scarred on both sides of this and she never intended on alienating Robin or her kids. Cody says that there is a pecking order. Mary, the first wife, was hard on Janelle, the second wife. And Janelle and Mary were hard on Christine, the third wife. And now Janelle and Mary and Christine were all mutually hard on Robin. Robin feels she didn't do anything to deserve it. And she doesn't know why they behave this way. Cody says, other than Mary, he is ensured that the other wives want to be Robin's friend. Mary is only Robin's friend because she won't leave and she is afraid to be alone and she wants to feel a part of a family. She is very lonely so she has to befriend Robin and cling to Robin to be able to be a part of Robin's family with Cody because that is all she knows. We find out that Robin had a recent conversation with Janelle about figuring out a good sister-wife relationship. Robin knows that good sister-wife relationships exist and she wants that with Janelle. Janelle told Robin she has to think about it. Of course she has to think about it. She sees Cody's manipulations and she sees Robin's manipulations as well. And she sees both of them deflecting, blaming the rest of the family, and painting themselves as victims. Janelle is intelligent and very practical and straightforward. She sees through all the BS and she doesn't seem like the type of woman who has patience to play games. She doesn't seem to need friends, especially those who add stress and drama to her plate. Janelle says there is past history there. The desire to have a better relationship is there, but it feels like a burden she isn't sure she wants to go through again. Janelle felt put on the spot during the conversation. She would like a deeper relationship with Robin, but she explains that her relationship with Christine happened organically over the years because they raised kids together. The host tells Robin she is the only wife with a fully functioning relationship with Cody, and that must bother the other wives. Robin says it makes her angry. She covers her face in her hands, she scrunches up her face like a pit bull, and she does her fake cry as usual. She apologized for crying, but she is wiping away non-existent tears. She says, how will I get through this interview? She'll be fine. It would be more dignified if she just behaved like a mature adult. Christine divorced Cody and she was able to maintain composure and she behaved like a mature adult. She maintained control of her emotions and Robin is trying to milk this and play the victim, but it is totally fake and totally overboard and it's totally obvious. The host asks Robin why she is angry and Robin says she doesn't know why the other wives aren't figuring this stuff out and talking and finding their compromise and finding things that they love about each other. She can't fix it for them and she can try and try to persuade and influence and beg. The host says that's a lot of heavy lifting. And Robin says, but it's my family. She keeps wiping non-existent tears away and scrunching her face. And the host encourages her that she is doing a great job. It's a difficult time for her family and she's really sorry about it. Sukanya so asks Robin, having been through a divorce yourself, do you understand how Christine must feel? And she asks Robin, can you relate to Christine? Robin says that she was still trying with her husband when she was where Christine is at now with Cody, and she loves Christine, and she really wanted the relationship between Cody and Christine to be strong. She understands that Christine feels she has no other choice but to divorce, but she wishes that she had decided to keep trying. I felt as though this was a dig at Christine for not trying hard enough, according to Robin. Robin saying at that point with her first husband, she was still trying to make it work, And she wishes Christine would try harder was totally inappropriate. It was a total dig as though she was saying that she was capable of trying harder when she was at a bad point in her first marriage. And she thinks Christine isn't as capable as she is of making the marriage work. That was shady. She should support Christine doing what makes her happy. And if Christine feels she is getting less than she deserves with a man who refuses any compromises and dictates as he wishes, Why would any woman try more? You would have to be a glutton for punishment. Sukanya, the host, asks Robin where Cody and Christine are at now. And Robin says Christine says they are divorced, but technically in her own mind, they aren't divorced because their church officials did their marriage and the church officials have not yet granted them a divorce. Christine explains in their church, polygamous women can leave. They are not trapped. But they are supposed to go through proper channels through the church and they can get a release spiritually. But Christine hasn't been a member of that church for a very long time and they were never legally married. She left the church a long time ago and she doesn't care about the ecclesiastical authorities or the religious ceiling. She thinks God is fine if she wants to be happy. She doesn't need someone else to tell her her marriage is over. The host asks Cody about the divorce in terms of his faith in the eyes of the faith she is still married to him. If in the eyes of the faith, they are still married. Cody says she doesn't believe in the faith anymore and he is comfortable with how Christine feels. The host asks Cody if Christine will go into the afterlife with him. And Cody says God has a way of sorting things out. His religion says you can't divorce and get unsealed without going through the church officials. But Cody feels that it's in God's hands and he will sort it out. And she is no longer in his faith and she is free of that yoke of bondage. The host tells Christine that Robin is sad and Christine says Robin is very sweet and it's not fun breaking people's hearts. At her core, she wants people to feel happy and to feel loved and she was knew- she knew she was making a decision that would break hearts and it tore her apart. It was very sad. Christine reiterates that her and Cody are divorced and they are completely separate. And that brings us to the end of this episode. In the preview for next week, Cody admits that he is questioning polygamy. Janelle wonders if she still wants to do this. Robin asks if Cody doesn't want plural marriage, what does he do? And Mary says he can give it all up if he wants to. Cody says he never understood Christine's side. Christine explains how Cody can still get plenty of intimacy needs met from the other wives, but she was expected to get none for the rest of her life when Cody let her know sex was off the table forever. Robin says, giving up is a waste, referring to Christine, and she doesn't see giving up as an option when you haven't actually tried. Janelle says, it's pulling apart something that has existed for 25 years, and she questions who the family will be after Christine leaves. Cody says, they have messed up the call to be better than they are. Christine says, she's changing the whole dynamic of a huge family, and at times she does wonder if it's selfish. And Cody is going to set the record straight about his version of what happened in the relationship with Christine. Wow. I wonder how Cody will spin this to be the victim and how Robin will assist him in that. It was, it will be so interesting. Thank you all so much for watching Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe. I would love to hear your thoughts on everything Sister Wives down below in the comments. I love the dialogue. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.